Welcome to Staying in the Black, a show about teachers and money. I'm Miss Black, a New York City educator, single mom, and personal finance translator. Join me as I build my runway to retirement. Each week, we'll share actionable steps, resources, and inspiration that educators can use to maximize their benefits and improve their personal finances. Staying in the Black means having more assets than liabilities and being able to pay off your debt without any problems. Stop living paycheck to paycheck and build a joyful life. Thank you for joining me. Hello and welcome to another episode of Staying in the Black. So this week we're here, um, I'm still talking about inflation, right? And I think that it's a hot topic for me because it is actually, I've seen the impact to my budget, uh, like in many ways, because this is the first time that I've actively not given up on budgeting. As you know, I have a lot of things are automated and therefore once those things are automated, whatever is in my bank account, I can spend however I choose. But I was, you know, I'm trying to be more intentional. I'm telling you all that it is a struggle. So this inflation thing is really uh, driving me crazy because every time I try and plan out the items that I may be interested in are costing me more. Um, and in a way, I'm trying to project and sometimes I do um, really well in projecting what they're going to cost. And sometimes I don't do as well and therefore it blows my budget, but I'm not going to give up. We're going to see what, you know, happens. I don't beat myself up over it. So although inflation for the month of July is slightly lower than inflation was um, in the month of June, grocery prices are still going up. And so how do you address this? Because everybody has to eat. And in eating, for me, I, uh, I'm doing a bit better, but I usually eat out lunch every day. And I'm not going to say better. Let me say this. <laughs> I am eating out for lunch less and I don't know if it, it's definitely better for my budget, but I'm not going to shame myself for eating out for lunch because I enjoy it. It makes me happy. It brings me joy and I'm willing to do it. You may have your own thing. It may be, um, I don't know what it is. You know what your thing is that people like when you say you spend this every, you know, this on it, people frown, but it brings you joy and it makes you happy. That's how I feel about eating out at lunch. But I digress. Eating out for lunch and I do both. So I eat out for lunch and I grocery shop and it allowed my grocery bill to be lower, but I've been eating out less. And so that just means some of the things that I've been cooking at home, I've been bringing in for lunch. And that's fine, um, especially if it's something that I really enjoy. I don't mind leftovers and I don't mind eating it for lunch. Um, but given inflation, I have really been thinking about like what are ways to, you know, lower the grocery bill? Is 
am I shopping? Am I doing my grocery shopping um, as effectively as possible? So in doing my research, I am not necessarily, I've shared this before, I'm not necessarily brand loyal. The two things that I definitely know that I am brand loyal is like Hellman's mayonnaise and Heinz ketchup. Like I don't like the taste of any other ketchup. I can generally taste the difference between Heinz and other ketchup, um, even when it's like in in the packets. Um, so I'm more inclined to, to Heinz and I'm not even a big mayonnaise fan, but if I'm going to eat mayonnaise, it has to be Hellman. So other than that, I can generally eat most anything. So whether it's no frills or different brand of food, I'm generally good um, on that, which means that when I go grocery shopping, I generally just like list the items that I need. And then when I go to the grocery store, I just look for what is you know, the most economical choice. And I look at the unit price, not the price um, of the item that I'm purchasing because that's where you can really tell whether you're saving or not. And it gets really tricky because even like I've been eating a lot of um, three bean salad and I've noticed now when I go to the grocery store, you have sometimes 15 ounce cans of beans and sometimes you have a 10 ounce can of beans. And so when you're looking to price compare, the 15 ounce may cost a couple of cents more, but if you compare it to the unit price of a 10 ounce uh, can of beans, you're generally saving on the 15 ounce one. So you can't just look at the price, always look at the unit price. In most stores, the unit price is like highlighted in yellow and the actual price is in green or some, I mean, in orange or some other color. Um, So I shop based on the unit price, not on the actual price. But given that, um, I often sometimes wonder, will the store brand be less? Sometimes the store brand is less and sometimes it isn't. So that's where, you know, you really have to price compare. However, I was watching um, Good Morning America, and I don't know if I've shared with you all that I'm a news junkie. I watch the news all day, every day, um, if possible. Uh, I know it's a little crazy, but it's my thing. So in that, um, in Good Morning America, they did three rounds of shopping. They did a round of shopping, grocery shopping. They had a family of four do this shopping. And it was like a round of shopping with just their regular grocery list, the things that they normally buy. Then they did a round of grocery shopping with their regular list, but only purchasing the store brands for whatever items that they were shopping for. And then they did a third round, which was using the store circular only, I mean, store circular and the loyalty card from said grocery store. And at at this point, no matter what grocery store you go to, the majority of them um, have a loyalty card. Generally, the smaller ones, uh, such as like Key Food and, um, no, but Key Food has one that has a loyalty card. Like if you're shopping like at a Pioneer or a Fine Fair, I don't know those two 
oh, I live in New York. So those are two smaller um, type of grocery stores, which you find generally in neighborhoods that you can't find a, um, a larger grocery store. So I live in New York City. I live um, in a neighborhood that people want to live in, but it is a food desert as far as finding affordably priced groceries. So I generally have to drive anywhere from 20 minutes to a half an hour to find a, um, a decent grocery store. Uh, so it's the price of living in the big city. Uh, but I do that and it's a privilege that I have a car and I can, you know, I can do that, but everyone doesn't have that opportunity. But what was interesting about this experiment that they did on Good Morning America is Shopping the store circular with the loyalty card saved the family the most money from just shopping with their regular list. And it was about a $40 savings between shopping their regular list the way that they normally do it. Um, I don't know if they were necessarily brand loyal, but like the things that they normally buy, they save $40 between the price of their regular list and buying the items in the store circular. I've never tried that. Like I always look at the circular, but I haven't said like I'm committed to buying all the items on my list um, that are in the circular, right? So or so like all the items in not being brand loyal, if I'm buying potatoes, I'm going to buy the potatoes from the circular, Um I'm going to buy the, you know, the chicken that's on sale in the circular, all those things, just buying the circular. And so the circular came out the least expensive. And so it's definitely something that I will be trying. I'll be trying to do a price comparison the next time I go to the grocery store. But I definitely had to give you that tip because although inflation is down, groceries are up still 13% over this time. Um, last year, and we're often, you know, it's often like cook from home, buy your groceries, um, and then bring, you know, pack your lunch, pack, you know, pack your dinner, um, and just try that. The, that's the the best way to save money. But those costs are still rising, and so even there, you have to pay attention and try every strategy that works. So that was strategy number one: shopping the circular. There. Um, there's another tip in researching this topic um, that I haven't tried. My sister does it, but I haven't done is using cashback apps such as Ibotta, Ibotta, excuse me, I B O T T A, and Checkout Fifty One. Those are two prop um, popular apps, but you can get the average Ibotta user gets back ten to twenty dollars a month. Um, but more active users can get as much as $100 to $300 a month back by using that app. So I do give my receipts to my sister because she's always like, give me your receipts. I've never asked her really how much she's gotten back because she'll then scan it into the app to get um, money back on it. So using one of those apps, and as you know, at this stage of the podcast, I don't have affiliate 
a link. So what I'm telling you, I get nothing back from it other than the research that I've done and finding this information out. So first tip, shop using the store circular. Second tip, use a cashback app. The third tip um, really will help you on saving by not wasting food. And that would be planning your meals. So if you plan your meals in advance, you'll only buy the items that you don't have in the house and you'll be able to make your meals utilizing all of the ingredients that you have in the house, purchasing only what you need to make your meals for the week. And so then you don't lose money by throwing food away that you haven't utilized uh, because they, if it's, you know, produce, they have, um, it's, it's gone, it started rotten or, or going bad. And so planning your meals can be, um, an additional way to save with groceries. Um, sometimes I'm good at it and sometimes I'm not, but planning your meal, then buying it in bulk. So here's the tricky thing about buying in bulk. It depends on the type of items that you are buying and it works better with non-perishable items. So because most people get the grocery store, that's you're still getting your toilet paper, your paper towels, your paper plates. Really look and are you going to use it and then stick to using those items. So my sister and I... Um, we split bulk items. We'll buy bread from BJ's and two loaves of bread come in one pack. And so then I'll take one loaf and then she'll take the other loaf upstairs. And so buying in bulk means you can also, you know, split it, whether you're splitting with neighbors or family members, that is another way to save when it comes to groceries And then the final one would be paying with the right credit card. And so you may use a cashback card. Um, Banks have like a double cash card. If you purchase um, grocery, I mean, certain cards have like double cash back if you're purchasing groceries. Um, You know, look into... And so like Citibank has a double cash card and American School, American Express has its blue card, um, blue cash preferred card. And so there are several items, several credit cards that will help you um, that you can utilize to purchase your groceries. So if that sounds something, if you're really good with if you're really good with monitoring your points on credit cards or, you know, and rewards on credit cards, you may want to search for a credit card that allows you to maximize either points or cash back based on your grocery purchases. So if we recap all the tips, the first was to shop using the store circular and the loyalty card. Then second tip is to use a cashback app. The third is to plan your meals. 
The fourth is buy in bulk. And the fifth is to pay with the right credit card. So find the credit card that will give you cash back or double points based on your grocery purchases. So the first step is to really explore these tips, see if they, if, if, you know, if they work. The only one that, you know, I'm always hesitant, but I realize like you have to, if you're good with credit cards, it would be wrong for me to not suggest to you to utilize your credit card benefits to um, maximize what kind of return you can get with purchasing groceries with this higher level. So I hope these tips are helpful and they're timely because this is happening right now. Um, And we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week at Staying in the Black. Subscribe to make sure you never miss a show and visit our website at stayingintheblk.com. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at stayingintheblk. If you like the show, please tell a friend and leave a review in iTunes so that we can continue to bring you amazing episodes. Thank you for listening. See you next week when...